Hello and welcome to the Filmmakers Podcast. This is a podcast where we talk filmmaking, from indie film to studio films and everything in between. How to get them made, how to make them and how to try not to F it up, in our very, very humble opinion. Today we're talking about how to make a period feature film for £1,000 with a minimal crew. I am Giles Alderson, co-writer and director of the psychological horror film The Dare, World of Darkness feature documentary and producer of Pitch Black Horror Comedy, A Serial Killer's Guide to Life. Dan and Christian are doing other things, filming, going off to uh, Zambia, meeting giraffes and stuff like that. Um, but I do have, an- which is amazing, by the way, which is amazing. It's an amazing thing that Dan does. And if you followed his Facebook recently, there's some beautiful posts on there where he's meeting giraffes and lions and tigers. Oh my, it's really cool. You need to see it. It's good. But we have Andrew Roger, who you just... Don't worry, I'm here. He's here. TV series Borderlines on Netflix now. Do watch that. He's my cinematographer of the dare and World of Darkness. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Doing, having a good time. Having a good time. We're coming at you from Just Voices Studio today. It's a brilliant studio, which is reasonably priced. If you want a central London studio without the central London prices, then this is the place for you. Come here, do your podcast, do your voiceovers, whatever you like. They are so cool. Come speak to Simon. Come speak to Lee. Visit them at justvoicesagency.com. If you're joining us for the first time, why not listen to the Mark Strong podcast episode? Why not listen to the Phil Hawkins podcast episode, who made a feature film in two days? Um, or why not listen to the Sam Miller podcast all about TV directing and making Luther and Relic and some other brilliant TV shows that he's made. Such a dude, that guy. He's such, such a, a dude. dude, so cool. Or why not listen to the podcast about cinematography with Andrew Roger himself? Such a dude, that guy. He's such, such a, a dude, dude. <laughs> such a dude. Um, we're on iTunes. Do give us some nice reviews. It makes such a difference when we're looking through the reviews and we see some lovely comments from you guys. And we really appreciate those who have done it so far. If you haven't and you're listening to this, why not? Why not? Why not do us a favour? Write something nice and be kind. Do keep supporting. It makes a world of difference. Our guest today, I'm very excited by our guest today, um, they are George Popoff and Harry Young, the director and cinematographer of the fantastic film Hex, which they made for a £1,000. Welcome to the show, George and Harry. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, thanks for having us on. Pleasure, pleasure. How you doing? What's going on? Well, well, look, it, everything's good. Like now, uh, yes. it's, it's it's nice to it's nice to like finish a film and then you know try to, uh, but it's just like hustling every day, try to like reach as many people as you can. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but it feels good. It feels good when someone watches it and they go like, "Hey, you know, that's good." We're, hustling. We're all right. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Talk and, about uh, hustling. Let's talk about Bulgaria because you're Bulgarian. Oh yes, uh, I am by by. Being born there, uh, <laughs> I, don't know, I mean, like, because that'll do it. That well, do yeah, it. I mean, it, it's strange because, like, I, I don't even have a proper Bulgarian accent anymore. It's just like it's a jumbled mess of accents from everywhere. But like, I, I can't even like uh, do one. Like, oh, hello, how's it going? Like, no, that That's sounds like Dracula. Good. It sounds, Rast- like, <laughs> sounds like what we do in the shadows. It's like, true, Vrasti, like, Vrasti. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Yes, Vrasti, Vrasti. Yeah. Um, so obviously, we've been in Bulgaria shooting yes, in Sofia yes. at the Nubiana Studios. You shot there yourself. I have, I have, I've been there helping people shoot i mean like uh, it was it was a, it was a great place like it's it's a really big studio a lot mm. of hollywood productions now are moving there a uh, few reasons like it's a uh, cheaper labor of course mm-hmm. and because also uh they're great professionals there there uh, there's a lot there's a long standing like kind of yeah. bulgarian uh, film industry that maybe not it's not as popular but people have been doing it for a while and the studios are just like have you know you know the, the they have the cowboy town and mm-hmm. they have like the, the, the new york roman, city uh, roman yeah, city yeah, it's, it's, uh, i mean that's why great. people keep going back that's why people like 
Jason Statham and Stallone do go and make those films there yeah. because the guys know what they're doing and it's incredible construction point. crews and incredible yes um, like genie mm-hmm. teams and incredible gaffers like just the, yeah everybody's so very good there yeah and that's why I left <laughs> 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 no 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 not really it just it just it's I don't know it's um it, there there is a way of Bulgarian like you know way of uh, filmmaking and like what kind of you know contacts you have and sure, everything sure, and, and sure. like my my way of view is just like well maybe I should get some more and maybe bring some of that here mm-hmm. and maybe bring some of here there you know like in all from all of that chaos something new is born i, don't I know. like that like it's, it's and, and how did you two meet harry and george how, what happened uh, just it, through university really yeah I mean, that's where we, the usual way, well that yeah. is where we initially met yeah yeah so you know i mean it's it's yeah we were on the same mm-hmm. course in like university of gloucestershire um great course Shout out, yeah, I guess. yeah. Nice. We, we met okay. there, and there was like a like-mindedness. We both talk a lot. I think we argued like the first time when we met. We just argued about something. I think we argued about the Dark Knight. I think. What uh, was the right. argument about? What was uh, so? First of all, that that will win you a lot of fans. He yeah, doesn't exactly. like it as much. Yeah. Well, there you go. Let's have some support. Like, well, okay, on that now one. we're cinematographers <laughs> not liking <laughs> both cinematographers, just like the well, Dark Knight. Wally Fister, I guess, but you know, oh, I don't know. Wally's Wally, great. Wally's great. So it's not Wally's fault, right? No, no we're not blaming Wally at all. But no, I, I'm 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 a big fan, and I I think I went through a long explanation where the film works on multiple levels, and he disagreed. And then uh, I don't know. I think we like reached like a agreement like five hours later. And I think from there, when you're like, "Hey, I want to work with that guy because he knows what he's talking about," yeah. even though I don't agree with it, <laughs> it's brilliant. But that's okay. At least you can talk about your opinions and, and the differences. Oh yeah, there, right. I, I'd rather do that when someone who's just gonna like look at you and say yes, but never get what you mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mm-hmm. I want someone who's who's gonna challenge you, and I think that's something that we always try to you know bring to our work when we're working together. Is that and one of the reasons why we you know. I like working with and especially in Hex why I wanted Harry to do it mm-hmm. is because especially with the cinematographer you want him to be a bit of a of an a-hole no offense <laughs> um, <laughs> that, no, that's that's a great thing you want them to have like a, like a great stance about things like because yeah. when you're the director like you know kind of you know you're we're there with everybody you know mm-hmm. working with the actors working every you know trying to make sense of everything uh, but you know to have like a strong you know, visual language. You want someone that can have like a strong opinion. You want someone like, that knows what they're about. Exactly. Guess, right? yeah. yeah, and yeah. sticks to their principles of what they want to shoot and how they want to shoot Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah. And and also, I want to know that when they suggest something and they really want to keep that, it's not because they just want to be a contrarian for the sake of it. Sure. But I know what the reasoning is there. So yeah. you know, when we're working with Harry, I know it's we're we're good at that sacrificing our egos on the altar of making the film better. Really, I think that's what we try it's, to do. It's important. Anyway. We it's don't. Im- yeah, it's never personal, is it? Which is, which no. is nice. No, no it's, it's all about personal. making the film. Yeah, as the good best as we can be. Absolutely. Be, yeah. Being filmmakers, yeah. all of us, and being like artists to some degree, like it's very hard sacrificing egos in some ways. Sure, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's all about like, kind oh, of control well, freaks in a way. Aren't oh, exactly. We? Yeah. We are. So let's talk about Hex. This is available now on Amazon Prime. Um, is. Hex is a supernatural thriller. It was made for a thousand pounds. Stars uh-huh. Daniel Aldroyd and William Young. No relation. He's All the relation. My, he's, yeah, he's my little bro. My he's little brother. your brother. Yes. Yeah, wow, yeah. wow. And they both yeah. play soldiers on opposite sides during the English Civil War, and they found themselves being controlled by a witch. Is that about sum it up? About, yeah. Okay, so how did you go about making it? Because obviously you've made a point of saying, you know, it's we made it for a very limited budget. Oh, yeah. How, how, how did you start? What did you think? Okay, let's go make a film, but we're going to stick to a budget, or did you just go, let's go? 
try and make something. Me and Johnny in, in, in university in the third year, we were like, we wanted to sit down and said, oh, Johnny, I have this idea. We should like sit down and write the script properly and then try to pitch that idea to, mm-hmm. to make it. And this and is the, Johnny's the writer and Johnny's producer. Johnny's a writer, producer and co-director of the film. Like we kind mm-hmm. of like did mostly everything together, but we're kind of better at different things. You know, mm-hmm. he co-directed some scenes on the film. So he helped all, on that. And then I helped with the producing, but you know. Yeah. It, well, well, you're, you know all, we, you're all mucking in, aren't you? We're all mucking in, yeah, especially on, on that. Yeah, on that yeah I imagine Harry almost directed some bits as well oh but yeah yeah it's just how it is i, I think i think that's where sometimes on on especially when you're when you're doing like a first film and everything that, mm-hmm. that that's something that you want to do you want to keep your like your closest closest like that's that's what you want so you know to, to try and really really find the best stuff out of it but me and johnny like really started the whole thing of like being really dedicated about about doing something bigger which of course sometimes in uni you get all the <laughs> You know, yeah, which which is fine because yeah. that motivates me even more. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and then that started us to our our uh, doing the first script, which wasn't hex. That was for another project. Okay, which then you know trying to get that there was a lot of people who were excited about it, but trying to get that you know made quote unquote properly, mm-hmm. uh, finance and everything, it took just a longer than we wanted. So we're just okay. So we had that mentality, just writing a good script. How about now because we just want to make something? Let's just see what we have. So it's definitely from that, like, what do we have, like, school of school of filmmaking? So we went, like, proper, you know, Robert Rodriguez at it, you know. Mm. But also trying to go with the themes that we want to do. We did, definitely didn't want to just to make a genre movie, so we just made the movie. We wanted also to be able to go as far as we can despite the budget. So one of the things that, that we had is just Johnny's father, you know, just as a hobby, as, like, as being a reenactor from the English Civil War. Perfect. So we knew that we have access to all that kind of stuff. That's, what, that's why it's great to do that, play to your strengths. What, what do you have around you that you can use? Do you have Absolutely. a forest near you? Do you have a dad who's a Civil War oh, reenactor? Yeah. Great. So it, no, it, it definitely starts from the whole idea, like almost kind of like, oh, yeah, but well, it just looks like we're making like a home movie. It's like the, the dad and the brother and everybody's in, everybody is in there. Sure. But then, then you need to counterbalance that with like really what the film is about and never compromise with these and yeah. never and never really like go with the strength of the story and you don't treat it like a, uh, a home movie no you know, we we're very serious about it when we were there and you it would be easy to slip into that like oh we're making a home movie which is just it's not really uh beneficial towards making a film that's actually mm-hmm. going to work for a wider yeah. audience if you work with your friends because they are your friends it's wrong exactly yeah you, but 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 when they say like oh never never work with your friends that's also wrong because because there is a reason why you're friends, and especially like most of our reason is just because we kind of you know do a lot of things and we like a lot of things, and and you know when I look at Harry and like I can just read his mind of what we're trying to do next. Absolutely. If that person is also a great professional, like why not? Like you you again you're playing with what you have. So we're just kind of like okay, uh, we have these we have access to these period things. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're both very interested in history, mm-hmm. and and it's also a period of the English Civil War. A not too many people know about it. That that was one of the things that 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 it's. There's not many like films to really draw from. Of course, there's the Witchfinder General, which is great. So there you have you know a field in England that that the Johnny always laughs that gets compared to, even though it has nothing to do with it. But it, <laughs> but it's just it's one of those things that you know people have heard about. Yes. Um, and, and it's just like well, that's a niche on its own. We, we also like horror films. We like the supernatural and. And then there's very interesting themes from that period of how how grim and uh, kind of like paranoid that, that era was in terms of the mentality of the people with, with that that's uh, every you know brother hates brother you know mm-hmm. just because of um, political or the political, oh, yeah. political or, li- or religious uh, ideas and and how people who are different could have been treated and like the whole kind of 
witchcraft angle of it. So that became instantly very interesting to us, seeing what we have. Mm-hmm. Then after that, you just start answering the questions of like, okay, how does this all work? So what what else do we have? It's like, oh, probably it's going to take primarily most uh, place outside because we don't need as much lighting. Like yeah. it, it just, it's just one of those things. But then, but then you start to like... Every time we, we, we reach like an easy conclusion in order not to be a home movie, not, not to seem like we're complete idiots, sure. you go, you, you completely think of something that complicates you and, and makes it harder for you. So the moment we went like, okay, we're going to shoot outside because it'll be way easier, then we'll be like, yeah, but we're going to have a night sequence in it where the, that we're going to use the natural light and it's going to be coming out of just a fire that we're going to shoot. Where mm-hmm. a lot of people wouldn't go for that because, again, that's, that's, not adhering to let's make it as easy as possible but if you know how to spin it around um works sometimes hopefully <laughs> just to just to address that so the, mm. the it's more a question for for the dp i guess but mm. so the how did you know you'd have enough light from the fire to i just suppose just just experimenting really i mean we we didn't entirely shoot it naturally we did use some very basic yes uh light for certain bits luckily we had a dimmer light <laughs> right. which is one of those things you just use those kind of things um but it, yeah you i mean we, we had a bit of trouble usually once we get the fire going at first it would kick out a lot of light and mm-hmm. i played around with you know how much we can get away with on grain and all these sort of things and you can get away with quite a lot but as the, the fire got weaker we would employ more artificial light but once you've set the illusion everyone's thinking then, oh, yeah, yeah. that's that's a, that oh, must yeah, be the firelight and it's not necessarily but it was a very conscious because we knew we couldn't get enough light together to shoot it like a hollywood night scene sure. you know with a big moonlight and everything so we sort of i remember us talking about mm. uh rembrandt paintings things mm-hmm. like that that idea Absolutely. of the dark not being able to see what's around them and that that creating the horror you know mm. okay you're working within the limitations but rather than just go oh that's all we can do you go well how are we actually going to make this add to what we're doing Absolutely. how are we going to make it look like it was well it was deliberate but how are we going to make it work rather than just be well we haven't got any expensive lights. Yeah. You know, so as long as you're having that thought process as you're making the film, you're making everything feel more deliberate. And it is deliberate, but you've got to, you don't want it just to seem like, oh, they couldn't afford any style, lights. Yeah. And you want it to seem like a style. So we really tried our best to mm-hmm. do that. And it was important to us. Yeah. And also we made sure we had a camera that, you know, could work could pretty do well that. in low light yeah. conditions. And, what was uh, it? What was your camera? It's uh, it, 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 was, it was just like a 5D Mark III. Like, okay, uh, but mm-hmm. but it's something that, that that can do that. We we had access to it because like a, a friend of ours who also was the sound recorder on the film, he had the camera. Perfect. Um, Great. So we're just Great. like, okay, we have camera, we have like lenses. Let's just uh, let's just do that. But you, again, you have to know the limitations of the equipment and just use it instead of being like, ah, uh, you know, mm-hmm. now I can't do that amazing scene that I planned. Don't plan the amazing scene. Like plan another scene that can become amazing, like because that's everything that we're talking right now. Mm. It sounded like that we okay, we read the script and then we adapted. The script was also written with that in mind. We like from the first like also moment, you know that 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 scene is not gonna have like huge amount. Like, you know that you're gonna be working with that way. Mm-hmm. And then and then you when you move it ahead and and, and you know we we speak together about you know how we shot and everything. Then you know what you can work with. And and then you know pull the strengths out of it and do it that way. So the locations, did you did you go scout them for quite a bit and have a look at what you were had oh. to play with or how, oh, yeah. how did I mean, you go about it? Again, like in in the script, like we had a few key locations that we wanted to to nail, other than just being like that forest movie that everybody shoots. Absolutely. Did you find these first before you nailed down the script, or did you sort of? Based it around. It's 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 uh, so so. Firstly, like we, we wrote the script with like we having like almost no 
particular locations in mind other than the area. So we okay. knew that we we're going to shoot mostly around Staffordshire because that's where most of the the the, the just the the set and the props were. So it was easy bringing people to it rather than taking them away and going somewhere else. And we knew that the forests, like Johnny being born there, like he knew what kind of chase will look like and all these okay. amazing locations. So we wanted something that's around that area. Mm-hmm. But then we we know the few areas. It's like okay, okay, we need to do this. And one of the most important thing for us always is the location scout. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't know, I can't I can't stress that enough how important it is. Not only from just finding your location because obviously the that's what you use it for. Sure. But we did so much on that that it just like almost like I, in my mind I blocked like half the scenes just going on the location scout. It makes such a difference. I love that when you'd find the location you liked, then you could block out. Yeah, in your mind absolutely. where you potentially want the actors to be then where the camera's going to be I I love that it made a big difference did you get permission to uh, to shoot in most um, of these places or was we it have only one location that, that we knew that we would need permission for mm-hmm. which was when we lighting the fires and everything because that's of course like it's like a hazard in the forest and absolutely. stuff and that's why we didn't just shoot it in the forest there was a camping site that we got um, in Sheridswood which was the, the guys were great and we hired it and everything Right, so and you we got, made it look like for the it's like part of the surrounding. Yeah, so you got permission, and you you got yeah, yeah for for, for that one yes. yes, for everything else no. Right, so because it wasn't it wasn't like again you know what you're working with like mm-hmm. you do your scouting you do your homework and it's like oh is there people yeah, there? There were yeah. locations we considered that we realised that uh, it's just there's going to be a lot of hassle mm, getting this location. Yeah. A lot of people are going to disagree with us using it, and yes. and we would try and work more to something where we would have more freedom. Yeah. Even if that meant maybe, well, I think we made the right choice regardless, oh, we did. but sometimes it meant sacrificing a more amazing looking location because mm-hmm. you're like, okay, we're going to have to go through the whole rigmarole to get to go here when we could just use this one that's actually got a lot more freedom. It's a lot more, uh, the church is a fine example. Yes. Like it's a, anyone can go there. It's completely open to public kind of thing. Yes. And, uh, yeah, we had a yeah. lot of freedom because not many people go and see something like that. No, it's not a big... No, no it's a ruined uh, church, There's there right? a public I mean, pathway. Yeah, it's just a ruined church. People aren't going to go and see it. So we had a whole day when we didn't see a single soul. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, when you, when you go through so. your locations, like you go through all the different little pros and cons mm-hmm. and the permission in the people who are going to be around is one of them. So you have to like wait the whole thing out. It's like, is this so good and so necessary for my film that I'm fine to work with having that hassle? Mm-hmm. Uh, but then if there's like a second, like almost a strong candidate, when you know that that's not going to be a problem, then 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 you kind of like, oh, maybe that's that I should go with that one. Mm. But if your location just like, well, my movie's not going to work if I don't get that, then fine, go for it. Just go with there without no, any permission or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying like you should always just go against the, no, the sure. law or something, but no. you know, it's just it's, it's filmmaking well you gotta do what you gotta do absolutely crew wise then you must have had a small crew just oh, kind of you guys right mm-hmm. how many was it in total because it's small it's, cast as well you had two uh, at the behind most the camera six. behind the camera well usually well it was always me George Johnny obviously and Phil was always there doing the sound mm-hmm. and we usually had one or two runners yeah and that, that would be so it's it, about five of the most about, six about, of the about most five of the most six like that's, yeah. that's what we're talking about so all the all the just the, the key stuff mm-hmm. and you have like a couple of runners just you know running about for what you need uh for what for what we need and uh and then you, you just it's just one of those things that you just start stripping like what do we really need mm-hmm. um and you kind of that's something that you that you could just get used to and what about art department? Because of some nice stuff you'd made, the fire, you'd made mm-hmm. all the tents and stuff like that. So you'd, you'd, mm. you'd made it work really well. Was that just something you all just mucked in on a little bit? Well, uh, in, in terms of the art department and everything, like the, there, there is a little bit of everyone. Like, for example, as I said, like uh, uh, Johnny's father knows a lot about 
the the period. So, so for example, like knowing everything in terms of authenticity of exactly what kind of bits will be there, they'll be like, well, they will use that kind of stuff, or they'll use that kind of like of a jug or something. So, because because like me and Johnny just really wanted to get the detail right, like just to, just to you know have that authenticity. We knew, mm-hmm. we knew that it was going to be one of the strong points of it. So you have to know like. When you're using like a career like that, just like a grab bag of like knowledge, what are you using them for? You know, mm-hmm. basically, if if you have your, um, you know, for something like him, we'll just take the authenticity for it. If something like when we're building like the witch's cave towards the end, you know, it was like again a combination of people who who have like an, an idea what that will look like. One yeah. one of our runners is quite good at those kind of things mm-hmm. so we just kind of let him go while we were filming other stuff we went here's a bunch of props make this look as good wow. as you can yeah he did really well it was him uh, he went there and did, you know he's interested in very kind of esoterical stuff and also just is if everybody knows what the film is trying to achieve or what the scene is trying to achieve like you, you know they, they, they'll know like oh okay so we're going for that thing mm-hmm. and then they'll, then they'll do it especially uh, just get people that are passionate yeah, you know, I know it's like a again, a cliche, yeah, it seems but... like that one, but sometimes people are there who aren't or they don't want to be, or yeah, you get people who are really invested in your project and then it, it makes a big difference. You yeah. know, everybody can be very good at something if you know, mm-hmm. if you know that, and if you can just like make sure sometimes you need to extract it, sometimes you need to kind of dull it, but you know, it's it's like you have to use it for the mm-hmm. uh, you know, for the right circumstance, and and uh, that's the art department is one of theirs. Like, my my um, my father, for example, he's uh, he's an artist, uh, you know, back in. Bulgaria so you know everything that like for you need to be drawn like I needed I need like a symbol for the witch that that comes you know the one that's like made out of the wood and everything mm-hmm. so I was like okay what is this symbol gonna be so I know he was like very interested in that kind of stuff so just was like oh, draw me a symbol I'm like all right well right. but but also it's someone that I know that I would like I, I would explain what I wanted to mean and then he's like well here's that symbol and that means like you know that's the they used to do it in alchemy it means the spiritual element and so on and so forth same thing with our uh, title you know like mm-hmm. you know the, the the hex thing he drew that and again i said like oh, you see like the title the title is the witch and that's all, all i needed to say and then bam 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 he did it you know right. yeah uh so you almost like sometimes i just direct the crew like i'll direct an actor i don't know it sounds a bit funny but it is like mm-hmm. it's just it just uh people are more receptive to stuff like that than you might think on the first thing. Like you think that you need to overly explain something uh, like very precisely and technically, but people have like a creative mind when you know that they're able to go there with their with their mind and go for it. You and get enough creative people yeah. in the room and yeah, things will, will we, make We were very lucky just to be surrounded by people who are very good professionals. Mm-hmm. Let them play to their strengths. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah that let, let people free, like let them, let them go. Let I'm explore. talking of... Uh, which with the cast how did you get the cast involved and how did you work with them well uh, I mean like the thing is like uh, Susie or which we knew from before as I said like well, me and Johnny worked with her on, mm. on that short film and she's always been a great collaborator I mean she was one of the, the people who was also the producer on, on that project that we wanted to get made before Hex as well so she was always always there like a like a partner in crime mm-hmm. um, so with her like we just had the script and Kenton was like oh, there's a role with it do you want, do you want to check it out and she's like always I'm, I'm in it's like do you not want to read it first uh, it like, no no but I just want to do it I'm happy and then I told her like no, you have to read it first and then say yes or no. And she read it and she was like, no, okay, I read it. Yes. Um, so that was, that was great. And she's, she's, she's such a professional. She knows exactly what she's doing. So uh, it, it's, 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 you've just few in safe hands there. And uh, we got there too. Uh, Daniel Waltroyd, uh, well, the great actor, uh, he is uh, yeah, he's a great actor. He's uh, very good in it. Absolutely. Yeah. Like he's just a, 
such a such a powerful presence. We got him again from from that previous project we we're trying to do. Um, I cast him for that actually. I, we did a casting session here in London okay. with Susie. Susie knew him from somewhere, and actually we did first with him like a something little to get the project going. Mm-hmm. So I was like, uh, Susie, I need like an actor that can just be in the frame because I just need a face. <laughs> and she's like, All right, well I have this guy who'll come and help. And that was kind of it. Wow. And 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 then later on, we're doing like the proper casting for the part, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and everything. And then um, he took some. She, you know, uh, her being an actress, knowing a lot of people, she she was the casting director as well. She invited a lot of guys. They came in. They were all great. And she also said, "Well, I also want to bring like Dan as well." I was like, "Oh, Dan, the the guy that just popped in. All right, sure, whatever." I was just like, "He really likes the role, and he really wants to go for it." And I was like, oh, all right. And then he came and just completely blew me away. I was like, oh my God, you're great. So we cast him for that. But again, that took like longer time. So then knowing what he can do, mm-hmm. I brought him into Hex. And the Hex row is like quite different from the previous one. But there was something there that's like, oh man, I think I think we can do that. And it's like, oh, I love it. Let's do it. Right. And uh, that's how we got him. And uh, Will, Harry's brother, again, yeah. the family movie aspect. Comes through. <laughs> um, Will has done some theatre, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, he's always enjoyed acting. Always enjoyed acting. Yeah. Uh, and that was finding what the character is all about. Like, mm-hmm. what the character is all about, what kind of an actor you need for, for that type of person. And, and and there's just, like, the... the what you know, Will can do, and what he knows, like acting wise, it was it was something that we need that we need that we need that presence there for that type of character, and and he just looks the part. Yeah, he looks the part, and those those two work really well together mm. as well. The differences between the two was was strong and really interesting. I felt. Yeah, oh, thank it you. Work. No, it's yeah, they they did they did a great job, and especially because we have that character shift throughout the film mm. like they, they 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 look one way towards the beginning and then they they they, they change they they, they, yeah. they change and that's what you needed from both of your actors for one way or another for them to to go completely you know to the other side especially someone like will where his role is just like oh what a, what a lovely looking kid you know mm. <laughs> and then and then towards the end it's a bit it's yeah a bit different it's different and the, the great twist you have at the mm. end which uh, we won't spoil you can go <laughs> and watch it on amazon yourselves please do yeah absolutely um all right so how, how did you obviously the money was so minimal we're saying a thousand pounds. Was that just your money you put together and said, "Look, let's just put this in"? How how did you? How oh yeah, did you split I it mean, up? it's 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 uh, pretty much. Um, it, it, me and Johnny were even ready to spend a little bit more mm-hmm. of, of our money. Like we're just kind of like, okay, whatever it costs, let's make, let's make sure that, that it's not going to be too much. And then and then uh, at the end, I was just like, "Oh, Johnny, how much does it cost?" And he's like, "Oh, it's about like eight hundred and fifty. And I'm like, what? Are you wow. sure? It's just like, yeah, but you know, we didn't pay Harry for the petrol. <laughs> and so I was like, well, okay, we need to pay Harry for the petrol. And I was like, Harry, should we pay you for the petrol? And he's like, uh, it's fine. Because that's not usually what Harry's answer for things yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Too much change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People exploit and, the hell out of me. <laughs> exactly. Well, we exploited everybody, so yeah, it kind yeah. of, you know. Well, um, it sounds like there's still 150 over, so you can maybe, <laughs> well, you know, maybe get that. There'll be, there'll be strong words at some point. <laughs> so, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Honestly, that's kind of how it was, and, yeah. and then and then it just that what it turned out like. Uh, and again, as I said, the Robert Rodriguez like school of filmmaking. When he goes about, you know, El mm. Mariachi, it's just like don't spend money for anything. Don't spend money if you don't have anything. to. Like mm. absolutely, like beg, borrow, steal, do what you have beg, to. Beg, borrow, steal. Mm. Like when he said that, like he had that shot when he opened the case of the yeah. guitar, yeah. And, and it's just like, well, I only need to shoot it that way, so I didn't spend like like a dollar for 
the inside for, of for it. the paint mm-hmm. to paint it on the so, other side. No reason, just no reason to do it. Th- that being said, I'd like to draw the line on one thing that we bought that we went cheap on. Sure, uh, value coffee. Like I think, uh, I think maybe yeah. from a catering <laughs> perspective, That's... some better coffee. Maybe I'd be willing to like you know, bump that up to a three pounds. Is there a three than, like, pound coffee? Twenty p or whatever you got that mile yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's pro- that's probably um, right. That was that was that was <laughs> Johnny shopping. I think at some point was like value. Was it with a value <laughs> cheap stuff? This, uh, there was no, no value which, in which is fine. It's just the coffee. I was like, there's no yeah, way I could m- give that maybe. to Andy. There's no yeah, way I'd walk off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can give you one shoot where the coffee's been bad. I don't think so. It might no, not have no, been yeah, there. We're still working together. So. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. There, there, there is so much great coffee in London. Like I don't think that will that will go with uh, our actors. And that is important. That's another thing. What did you with that? Did you just feed your crew? Um, mm-hmm. And did you put them up anywhere? Was was it the crew who lived in the area? Again, we were pretty lucky with um, with, so. with knowing people who were able to. Uh, there was kind of like a scout hut, wasn't it? Where oh, was we, it? Yeah. We, all, mm. we all camped out and I love uh, a good scout hut, me. <laughs> it, it, it was it was a big <laughs> place. It always it just looked look like a like a, almost like a studio. Like it, you know, there was like a little office for it and everything. Mm-hmm. You know, we just like pull up our sleeping bags there. They were ready to you know go for it. It was a big it was a big one. So everybody got together. We have our meetings there. Uh, it was good. That's where we watch dailies whenever we're not falling asleep, mm-hmm. uh, and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, it was again. Just ask about things, and it's hey. one, one of the good things about something like that is when you're all together, the, the camaraderie. I, I compared oh, yeah. it to being like when I was much younger, I was in a band, and it's that kind of like you become a little band of buddies, and you're all mm-hmm. in together. You've mm-hmm. all got your in jokes, mm-hmm. and you know you. Bond, oh, it oh, yeah. bonds you very tightly when you're all sort of in each other's headspace. It, it sounds like a nightmare, but if you get the right people, you're just oh, very yes. tightly bonded by mm-hmm. the experience. You, 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 get, you get your stuff. You get your, like, every day, like, we have our routine. We'll wake up. Johnny wake up first because he's the actual person who is a good person. <laughs> uh, <laughs> then then I'll wake up. I'll be like, uh, and then I'll get on my phone and I'll put, like, the Lost Boys soundtrack on, and everybody nice. will, uh, 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 <laughs> slowly you know, wake up. rise. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, everybody will slowly rise. Um, it sounds great, though. It sounds like you had a really cool little atmosphere in there, and you were like, "Look, we're all living in this. We're doing this together. Let's mm. just shoot and make the best film we can." Absolutely. How long did you shoot for? How many days? Two weeks, fourteen days. Uh, that was again. Uh, that was again planned. It was it, there was a lot of things happened that weren't planned, but we planned for that as well. Right. <laughs> Again, so it basically was it was fourteen days. We knew that we kind of like scheduled for eleven, mm-hmm. and then we knew that we'll probably won't be able to make some of the schedules. So we had like three just in case, and they came. <laughs> like <laughs> we had, we were right right down to the last thing, right. and we went at the end. We just like ah, oh, we didn't get those couple of shots, and then it turned out we didn't need them in, anyway. Right. But yeah, fourteen days, and then and then we needed to like do some reshoots for another couple of days, like uh, because oh, we shot like the two middle weeks of of um of uh, August, and then the. The first weekend of October. Yeah, we we just had an actor injury, didn't we? So we, we had, had an actor injury. Yeah, yeah. We all, day. I think we all wow. had a little injury. Uh, oh the, yeah, 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 we did. Yeah. Yeah. The the, yeah. the the actor injury that happened actually was was on the per, on the person unfortunately that we cared about the most, which was Susie, right. uh, in a scene in the film that we shall not spoil. She cracks a rib. Oh, really? In that shot. Um, is that the shot you used? Yes, really? that's the shot we used. Yes, it's the only one you had. You're like she's gone. Then. We had we had two. That was just the better one. Right, and I'm okay. not sure like in 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 which one like the the, the cracking was stronger, but it was it was bad. And it, it right. was and she actually, oh bless her, she's such a professional. Great, she was like, you know, through 
tears of pain. She wanted to be like, oh, I'm I'm ready to go. Let's 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 That's shoot a... the other stuff as well. And Mora was just kind of like, oh no, I, I don't think we should because you know you can't walk. Uh, so well, <laughs> wow. I mean, she, well from she pain, like she was, she, well, she, she was that bad. She, she was she that could bad. Walk, it wasn't that. It was it <laughs> wasn't fine. Yeah, it was just very painful. Uh, and then we just came back when she was better, and like we did like at the beginning of October, like when we shot like all the other stuff. But that was but there was all minor injuries. You or, or almost like knock your teeth out, you know. Yeah, with the rig. That was oh, fun. with the rig. Like what the, rig did you have? Uh, just a very cheap, basic kind of rig, really. I mean, I wanted to get something that was well-supported that the camera wouldn't move around too much, but, mm-hmm. you know, being... being uh, I, I didn't go for comfort, which I'm not trying to be a, like, oh, yeah, I'm so hard. But yeah, no, you, but you it's just a go long for, like, time when you're holding it, right? Yeah, I, I didn't mind. It was a heavy rig, just, yeah. It, was, it, was, gets, it wasn't one yeah. of those, like, flimsy DSLR ones. It was, like, a proper metal thing. Yeah when we're doing like running shots and stuff like that mm. with it. Cause also when we know that we're very limited with things, we we're not again, smart enough to go like, Oh, let's just have a simple shot right now. We're going to have like a four minute take. And well, there was, like I was going to say there is a lot of that in there. I mean, you've, you've oh, done yeah. some lovely work and those lovely slow, long moving takes. Was that the idea or was it just the best way to do it? The, the, a lot of the, there, there was, there, there was a lot of in, in the camera work that wasn't, completely pre-planned in terms of choosing uh, some angles and so on and so forth but a lot of like how the movement is gonna go and which which takes will be longer than the others that was that was that was pre-planned like me and harry had like a, a like a week after the scout shoot where we're just together going through the whole film we shot listed it uh we done storyboard i know that's something that, okay especially when you're doing like a first film and everything and, and we were working with like not much time and not much money it's like a must but it's just it's not the way we do it so were you, were you sort of flying in the wind a little bit were you going okay well let's I, see what the actor does let's see the space and let's shoot this way you have to be because I don't want us to sound like you know oh we're just amazing visual people but it, it's always been the way that we've worked that we've been very um, we just we, it's just always the way that my brains work and I think it probably because I'm terrible at drawing when I try yeah, to set up too. a storyboard, I actually find it damages. <laughs> it makes it this worse. Is a personal thing yeah. as well. No, no, and it's, I, I it's completely down to personal preference. But we've always worked. We, we think mm-hmm. the same visually, and we yeah. we very much knew how we wanted the film to look before yeah. we got there. Mm. And it was just a process of actually making Absolutely. that happen. We we both knew it wasn't kind of flying blind. No. It was flying blind. No, no, I don't think it was flying there, blind. There, at there's all, really. actually like the way the way it is. There's only like a couple of shots in the film that weren't pre-planned, even though there was no storyboard. Like, yeah, there's uh, a couple others. of bits where inspiration strikes, and you go, yeah. like, "Oh, that's cool. Sure. Let's let's just do that." Yeah. Um, I, I, but we I think, always knew what we needed as yeah. a bare minimum of like we need this stuff, otherwise the scene won't work. Like that was always pre-planned. I know that sounds stupid, but mm-hmm. you know, just, or coverage for want of a better word. Mm-hmm. We always knew what we wanted from that perspective. The one thing that we did actually, sorry, in terms of in terms of uh, like a like a tool uh, mm-hmm. drawing wise, was we did a lot of like like uh, bird's eye floor plans. Ah, that okay. was something like even even if not shooting in the room, that was especially with the the church sequences mm-hmm. that we have like, and there's a lot of them, like moving around. That's something that that, that we like to do okay. is just like see the spacing. Especially when you have like characters moving through and so on and so forth, I find that like more helpful. The first film we ever made in university, oh, the yes. whole thing was set around a car and it had two actors in. So we just got a cigarette box and two coins and just <laughs> blocked the Ooh, entire film around, yeah. totally. on I, a table. Basically, I, I did that with just, Lego uh, figures. Yeah, well, Lego. Yeah, yeah, great. Same. Gave them all little characters and that shot it and did it that yeah, way. Yeah, it gives you. A, it's that, it's really see, much, maybe it's, is that's maybe that would be if I were to storyboard that would be a way I prefer to do something like mm-hmm. that. It's probably all about how you how you depends on creatively well, yeah. maybe maybe i would find that better to be a bit more hands-on I don't know. what about mood yeah. reels and stuff and, and the mood and the look of it did you 
talk about that quite a bit about your oh yeah very much so like okay. it's 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 a combination of like the everything is a tool everything says something they're down to you know obviously the colors and, and everything's mm-hmm. like if we're just speaking just visually wise you know in the moment you know with the mood when are you gonna use your closest one are you gonna use obviously the wider shots like we knew that like you know our wide shots is a very strong to uh, also kind of related to the ending mm-hmm. uh again i don't want to spoil too much mm-hmm. but so we knew that that's something that we want to you know use very sparsely throughout the film and the, the only to put it in when we want to have like a particular um scene we have like both characters in the frame mm-hmm. um interacting with each other because that doesn't happen as often in their as their relationship grows um so that definitely helped to the mood of the film that like a lot a lot of people said like oh it takes place in the forest but it kind of feels claustrophobic mm, it did yeah um, and again i think it's to do with how you shot it and mm-hmm. how you were you made sure that all the, the darks were pulling in on you so mm-hmm. you focused in on what was happening on the screen mm-hmm. i think that was that was great and that's the other thing like uh how do you do a, a film with a thousand pounds with time uh if you don't have the money you have to have the time if you think you can do it for uh, not much money and then not much time it's gonna be crap like i don't i don't see you have to be a genius in order to be able mm-hmm. to pull it off because you have to compensate for all of this. Like yes, of uh, I said, like we need to make this sound as good as it can be in order to, um, you know, compensate for everything else. <laughs> well, what I found interesting is, is the characters didn't speak very much, so so there was a lot of the silences mm-hmm. and the sounds mm-hmm. of the woods and, yes. and, the, and the, all that kind of stuff, which really brought it up. Um, yeah, I think it's a clever way of doing it. You're making a film for literally nothing. Mm-hmm. You've got to make sure that you sound it sounds good and it looks good. Um, which you, you've achieved very well. Thank you very much, yeah. So, so you edited it, you got it into mm-hmm. place, and now it's on Amazon. How yes. talk us through how what your choice was, why you went there? Well, Amazon, like, uh, what was what was uh, great with it is because we knew that there is like there are turnarounds like relatively short that we can we can get out there, and like mm-hmm. we wanted, we went through like a few like okay, when do we want the film to be seen, and so on and so forth. So one of the ideas like you know, oh, you do your usual festival cycle, mm-hmm. which is you know we apply, we spend triple the amount of money than we did on the budget, much like all that all that, that kind yeah, of stuff, sure. even uh, much more. Anyway, like a year or two or something to get the the thing. And um, I think I think is is a um, kind of starting filmmaker. I think if someone says like, what's the most important thing you can say i don't know but it will be like how to manage patience versus impatience when do you do that like when do you wait when do you go for it mm-hmm. and just at some point like okay this this film like it will i think it will serve best if we just can get it out for people to see after all that time the sooner the, the better that, that's such an amazing thing now it's not uh getting that exposure before has become you mm-hmm. know you could make a film but who's going to see it and how they're going to see it mm-hmm. is probably and now with stuff like amazon you can you can't just get it out there. And at the very least, people can see it, mm-hmm. uh, which sounds like stupid, but it's pretty. Oh, absolutely. It's one thing to play it around the festivals, but we've got it on a platform now where anyone who can get access to that platform can yeah. watch it. Yeah, and absolutely. anyone can get access to that platform. Yeah, much. exactly. Right? And, 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 Amazon, yeah. Yeah. and Amazon is Amazon. I mean, Amazon, Netflix, they're they're becoming the new big Hollywood studios. Like, that's, that's what it is. And be, yeah. being on it, it's a, it's a big thing. Everybody has it in their home. Mm-hmm. Uh, There's so many great films that, people haven't seen because they just like did the festival circuit and maybe they got picked up for what like being in like in two theaters mm-hmm. great and what of it like the guys never saw it like i did you did you did but it's just us i mean if you're making a film just for us that's great but like you you want you want to you want to, to branch out it. you want people you to do. see it uh which which is which is brilliant but you know um with, with amazon 
they're, they're just like a process. If you just follow the process, just like read what they say, oh, you get the film on it and you just follow the steps mm-hmm. and it's clear. There's no, um, bullshit. Can I no. say bullshit? Yeah, of course uh, you can. <laughs> just did. Um, <laughs> so you did self-distribution. How have yeah. you marketed that then? How have you pushed it out there and got people to hear about it? Um, the usual stuff, man. Like it's just, it just, you know, it's it's uh, you get saturate your, social media. Yeah, you saturate well, social media. Try not to make it feel like saturation, <laughs> but you do. You've got to because, like I say, if you on Twitter, that it's easily missable. So you yeah. kind of have to mm. do the same tweet three times a day for people oh, to see it. Like, oh, that's absolutely. Kind of that, what you've that's, got to that's, do. that's the thing. If you think like, oh, this person could help us, try and put it through to them. Worst yeah. that happens is that they just ignore you, which is fine. Like, yeah, they're yeah, busy people. Uh, Kim Newman reviewed the film. Yeah, you got yes. some great reviews. And we yeah, just, because we just went, hey, what do hey, you think? Hey, and Kim, you luckily for us, he had the time. And, take it. It. and that was, you tweeted him, right? Yeah. Oh, we tweeted him. We were just like, yeah, Kim, would you like to watch our film? And he did. Like, that, 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 was, that was pretty much it. I think he got, again, intrigued from, you know, the fact that it's, and it's you know like civil, a, civil, yeah, yeah obviously you try and um, contact people who you think will actually have an interest mm. in your film there's mm-hmm. no point giving it to someone who you know doesn't like those kind of films again oh review my film because that's just yeah, no, you know, it shows there's no effort there yeah. we, we, we like him and respect his work so there's more of it you know there's a genuine comes from a genuine place you actually mm-hmm. want to hear what that person has to say it's not just I'll publicise our film like it's like hey I'd really love to hear what you have mm-hmm. to say absolutely and he loved the film which is fantastic he did yeah, yeah he called it a striking little picture which is uh, insane that he said that so, so cool right? it, it, it yeah. is it is it is great and so, that's from you guys pushing it out to him oh yeah and saying review it and have a look and look at that that's fantastic it, it, it's just like do it. Every, everything that you're expecting like uh, something little to come back like mm-hmm. that you have to have done like tenfold like from your way there like mm-hmm. it just it just you need to just send a bunch of a bunch of stuff 10 people are not going to answer one will it's just yeah, one of absolutely. those things that you just need to need to keep doing now we're doing we want to do like a little uh university round just mm-hmm. to, again because it's something that like we're feeling like hey guys you can actually do that again and uh we actually had like some you know um film tutors saying like oh yeah come to our university let's let's screen it let's do a q a let's fantastic fantastic uh yeah coming here to london again like in in, in january we're mm-hmm. doing one uh university of roehampton so we're gonna do one there okay but uh yeah follow us on the twitter and where can, where can people follow you uh it's at hex film uk on uh on twitter and then um our facebook page which is just called hex I think H E X H E X. And where can people follow you guys? I'm uh, I'm on Twitter at the George Popov. Uh, Harry doesn't do that kind of I, stuff. I, I, I probably should. I, I <laughs> probably should. You're I you're, stand you're it. a cameraman. Um, you, you do Instagram. Do Instagram because you can do your lovely images and your uh, assists, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Excellent, excellent boys. It's been an absolute pleasure. Oh, yeah, thank, thank you very thank much. Thank you very much. Oh, thanks. Yeah, thanks um, for having us on. Absolute pleasure. You can follow us at Filmmakers Pod on Twitter or go to filmmakerspodcast.com. You can follow me at Giles Alderson. Follow the Dare Movie at to their movie Andy where can we follow you I'm on Instagram (laughs) (laughs) there you are and Twitter Uh, on 35mm DOP so 35mm DOP and I'm on the internet just generally on the internet on the dark web You'll find me on the dark web. Oh, jeez, really? Oh, yeah. oh, God. Um, and do check out Andy's work. It's fantastic. Oh, yeah. His, his website is amazing. And there's some great stuff on there, not just because some of mine on there, but it is <laughs> actually <laughs> genuinely really good. Um, 
Do you want to say that about my website? No. Okay. Giles is uh, ah, okay. also <laughs> in the film industry. <laughs> <laughs> I've been known to be in the film industry. Yeah. Um, uh, George, Harry, thank you so much for your time. Appreciate thank you. For you. Us. And do go watch Hex and go find it on Amazon. Yeah. Being prepared is everything. You can make your indie film, but know who your audience is and get out there and do it. And remember, if you're lucky enough to do well and rise up, it's your duty to send the elevator back down. We will see you next Tuesday, as always. George, Harry, Andy, thank you very much. Thank you. (laughs) Goodbye for now. Bye. Bye. Take care. Bye.